0: Well, today was Go Topless Day, so we are abiding by that here in the studio. Tonight, I'm Maureen McGrath. Sex is a bit like a secret society. Everybody's doing it. It's just that no one talks about it. Well, nobody except me, of course. Every Sunday night here on the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, the show where we educate everyone about sexual health how it relates to overall health, making your relationships the best they can be. Good evening. It is my pleasure to be here with you tonight. As you know, I'm a registered nurse in the field of sexual health, author of the book, Sex and Health, Why One Can't Come Without the Other. I'm a researcher, blogger at Fifty Shades of Pink, and for the Huffington Post, a clinician, a TEDx Stanley Park 2016 speaker and your resource to help start that conversation, answer your questions, and help you discover new and exciting things about sex, relationships, health, love, and your body. I make no innuendos, no judgments, and certainly no apologies. Just fearless, straight-up talk about sex. I guarantee it will be illuminating, enlightening, and fun. So please stay with me. But do put the kidlets to bed as listener discretion is advised we are going to be talking about SEX tonight. I'm also going to be talking about hyperandrogenism and what exactly does that mean and how does it affect competition and muscle strength in sport. Also, the power of fantasy in a relationship. If you have listened to the show before, you know I talk a lot about fantasy and I'm a big fan, but there's a new study out that shows that sexual fantasies can improve a relationship not the way that I have educated about that in the past. So you'll want to listen to that. I'm also a nurse continence advisor. Into that end, yes, that end down there, I'm going to be talking about bladder and bowel health. Have you ever heard of a fissure or had one? Well, I have some treatment options for you tonight. No more shame around that subject. How productive are you? This can drive people crazy in a relationship. I have some tweaks to your morning routine that will make your entire day more productive. I myself generally start out with a swim in the ocean at about 6 or 7 in the morning. If you're not up for that, well, I've got some other things that you can do. Are you an overweight guy with erectile dysfunction? This is not rocket science. I've got some new and improved treatments for you and one man's story, and another, and another, and another. Are you a guy that has lost your job? Has that got you and everything else down? Understandably so. According to a new research study, being the primary breadwinner is bad for men's psychological well-being and health, but it's different for women. So we'll be talking about that as well. Also, going to be talking about power in relationships tonight and the importance of that. Because I had a couple of patients turn up to my clinical practice because they were having problems in their sex life because of their strata. So what did I do? I went on to Twitter to find the number one strata lawyer in the province, perhaps the country, definitely the world. Paul Mendes, a partner at L'Esperance Mendes Strata Law, (laughs) uh, deals with this issue. And he and I are going to talk about the power in relationships. So the patients that came to me weren't having sex because they were so stressed about a lawyer letter that they received. Also, I'm going to be speaking at the Magnificent U conference on September 24th and 25th at the Anvil Center in New Westminster. And the curator and the creator of that incredible conference is in the studio with me tonight. She has a few tickets to give out, and we're going to be talking about that. So Francesca, so lovely to see you. Thanks for being here in the studio with me. It's so nice to see you too. Thank yeah. you for having me here. Oh, my pleasure. So the magnificent U con- con- conference. <clears throat> this is your, this is your baby. This is my baby. And so, what made you, or what, what, uh, why did you decide to that there was a need for this ki- type of a conference? And tell me just a little bit about the conference.
1: Yeah. Um, well, as you said, it is a two day conference. Uh, the reason I. Create. I'm um, creating these conferences because I haven't seen one like it. The, I have been to a lot of conferences, a lot of women's conferences. Um, a lot of them are TED Talk styles, which I totally appreciate and I like and I go to. I went to the one that you spoke at as well. Uh, but I felt that there was something missing it was, that was specific to women but not and not just to one specific topic. I wanted to create an event where it was catered to women of all walks of life and all status and all income brackets, and at the same time, provide topics that speak to them, and that's why there's such a variety. We have um, 22 speakers and 22 speakers. 22 speakers, and you are the keynote because you're fun. I, I, <laughs> I'm the keynote. You're, you're the keynote. You know, you're the keynote. <laughs> I'm not fun. I'm a blast. No, <laughs> you are a blast, and that's why I, you know. I I felt that this I'm is uh, you know, like you talk about important topic, uh, but you make it so light and so educational, and I you know, and I thought I want someone like that at this conference because it's so. It's nice to put a light edge to it and makes people more comfortable and that's why I'm trying to create a safe space for the women that come and feel comfortable and that's why you're gonna have that QA section at the end so that women can feel comfortable asking you questions on anything they want to. Fantastic.
0: And what are some of the other subjects that are going to be covered? Um,
1: all what we have, um Lynn Robinson is she's speaking on life without regrets. She's an NLP uh trainer. We have, oh, my goodness, it's 22. So um, so will people learn
0: uh, if they have a regret? I have one regret mm-hmm. in life. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so what if you uh, have this regret? Will she be able to tell you how to deal with it or what to do or how to make it okay that you're?
1: Well, you will have to come and find out. She's yes. going to have to share that. And she okay. also has a Q&A section, so mm-hmm. you can ask her any question you like. Okay. Um, we have Joe Dibley is coming. Um, don't know if you know her, but she uh, she was a witness in a murder case, and she was undercover. She had, I believe it was 19 identities for 35 years. Wow. And now the man that she um, she was a witness to has passed away, so now she's come out, and she can open, openly speak about that, and she's not holding back, and she's, uh, she's a, an award-winning author, and she's just amazing. Um, so that's that's one of the speakers. We have Jackie Yanga. She's, uh, she's going to be speaking. She's also been on TEDx. And she's going to be speaking on community and friendship and belonging. Um, like the topics are so varied. We even have a lawyer speaking on being empowered through the separation and divorce process. So anyone who's going through that or is considering that can take that breakout session that speaks to them. And someone else may be going to a Jill Lublin uh, breakout session that will talk about how to reach your goals faster. So it's very varied. Fantastic. And you have a couple of tickets to give
0: away tonight? I am
1: giving away two tickets, To
0: our listeners? Yes. That's great. So they can call 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. That's 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Uh, so give me a call and you can win two tickets to this event Be, uh,
1: w- they're pretty valuable tickets yes and they're valued at $227 each <laughs> yeah and that's you know a lot what i going to and for anyone who uses the code anyone who doesn't get those tickets and uses the code myhealth when they go to the website they get $10 off oh
0: that's great mm-hmm. okay so um and th- will that cover them for the two days uh, yes it's the, the full two days the full two day conference mm-hmm. so uh, so give me a call 604 280 nine eight or star nine eight nine eight on your cell during the program and uh you can win two tickets valued at two hundred and twenty seven dollars and twenty seven dollars. So that is quite a little find. Uh yeah, so that's great. Well thank you so much for your generosity. And welcome. uh I believe we may have a caller on the line now. You gonna put you'll put uh, them through we can talk to them about that. I love talking to the callers. not sure they like talking to me. (laughs) There are some guys that call in and they tell me, you know, their little activities on the air. I think they're having me on, but uh, I don't like to say that. Uh, So I think that's Polly that's on the line. Hello. I was just calling about tickets. Oh, were you? Yes. That's the Magnificent You conference. Yes. That's great. So, Polly, you are the winner. Oh, really yes oh, cool it's going to be in new westminster at the mm-hmm. anvil center on september yeah. 24th and 25th okay that is great, great. all right well I'm the only winner are you the only winner yeah i believe you or do, i believe you won two tickets Oh, well, that's two tickets? great yeah thank you so much you're the 67th caller mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> <What> I mean, <laughs> they all want to. <laughs> uh, I meant sixty nine. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> uh, but we chose you. <laughs> uh. All right, that's great. You know, if you want to leave your all your information with the fabulous board op, Jamie, uh, then we'll get those tickets to you or get to uh, let you know how you can win those. Okay, uh, how you can pick them up. You've already won them. How you can pick yeah. them up. Okay, Okay. just just mention my name at the conference. I'm like the keynote or something. Anyway. (laughs) All right, Polly, I won't forget you. Thanks for listening. And thanks for calling in. And Francesca, thank you so much for those tickets. That's great. And uh, so we've got, uh, I look forward to speaking about the neurochemistry of love and lust and sexual desire and the sexless marriage. We'll have to talk a little bit about that. Can't uh, wait to hear more. Yes, well, I'm going to expand on that. I've had this uh, this uh, feed on the on YouTube on my TEDx talk, and it has about 500 comments on there. Wow. And I've learned so much from the people who have viewed yeah. my TEDx talk. They're sharing everything. I have a letter that one of them has written to his wife. Uh, about his seduction to his wife over the previous year and uh, and her, his perception of her responses. It's brilliant, but I'll read it a little bit later on in the program. Thanks so much for joining me here in studio tonight, and I look forward to speaking at your magnificent, Magnificent You event. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980. When I come back, Paul Mendes joins me, and we are talking strata sex. Have you ever had it? Great song. Thanks, Jamie. That was a fine choice. And thanks for doing the board op tonight as well. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. If you have any questions for me at all, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You can email me, talk at cknw.com. I absolutely love... Getting your emails, receiving them, and reading them, because I have nothing else to do in my life, as you know. Uh, so, but I do, um, maybe you do. Maybe you wanted to have sex in your Estrada, and you couldn't have it because... I don't know there's a law against having sex in your strata because maybe the strata council was a little jealous that somebody might be having sex in their strata so they decided to put this rule in effect after you purchased your condo assuming you could have sex in your strata and now all of a sudden as of July 2016 no sex in the strata so this was a problem for one of my patients actually two of them that came in and so how did I deal with it I went to Twitter actually, and I looked for the number one strata the the sexiest strata lawyer I have to say in the, in the province. His name is Paul Mendes. he has after he realized I was not a porn star, he decided that it was okay to join me in the studio and talk about this very important issue because in all honesty these it wasn't actually that they weren't allowed to have sex it was um it was another reason. <clears throat> They were fined. Actually, they were fined um, money because they uh, they were given fines because they had rented out their condos. And the strata did decide to put in the law after they had rented out, and then they decided to find them. And one of them paid because the letter she got so scared because of the lawyer letter, which also surprised my fine lawyer in the studio tonight. Welcome to the studio, Paul. Great to have you.
2: Thank you for having me, Maureen.
0: You're very welcome. Okay, so I I phoned you. I left you a message that said, it's Maureen McGrath. I host the Sunday Night Sex Show. I want to talk to you about power and relationships. And you actually called me back, (laughs) (laughs) which is great. I was curious. Yeah. (laughs) After I... Uh, followed you on Twitter and you blocked me. Let's let's get <laughs> the real, it, yeah. let's really, you know, this is like group therapy here, yeah, okay? Yeah. You know, we're going to be vulnerable and show our true selves. You blocked me because why, Paul? Uh,
2: because I thought you were a um, porn site. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 because I look so much like a porn star, <laughs> number one. Okay, so, and I had actually tweeted, retweeted something of yours yes. as well, but I wasn't offended. You called me back and I had no idea who you were. <laughs> And because I was expecting a call from Paul, the RCMP, anyway, (laughs) a police officer. So um, anyway, thanks for joining me. So this, this was a real issue, and you were surprised, you were as surprised as I was when my patient or two patients had come in, and they were so stressed that it was impacting their relationship. They were stressed because they could not stop thinking about these lawyer mm-hmm. letters that had been sent by the likes of someone like you. Mm-hmm. In fact, asking for five to $10,000 wow. because they had, I like how you think, how <laughs> I like how you react to it. Money anyway, um, and thanks by the way for having for talking to me for like thirty minutes and not sending me a bill unless
2: you it's on the way. <laughs> well, there's a postal job action, so I'm not have arrived
0: yet. <laughs> I am expecting one, but anyway, they were given these large bills, these exorbitant yeah. bills, and one paid the bill or Ooh. a portion of it, a large portion of it, even though the law had the strata law had been put into place after she had done the dirty deed Mm -hmm. not that deed but she had actually rented out her her place and so this was impacting their relationship because both of these women were ruminating mainly about this lawyer letter Mm. and and you were surprised that they'd actually responded so you wanted a copy of the lawyer letter (laughs) (laughs) so you should see you should know what to Mm -hmm. write so that people will actually respond to you Mm -hmm. But this power in relationships is what I want to talk about mm-hmm. uh, with you tonight. And and as a lawyer, you may not realize that you wield a fair bit of power. People receive a letter from you, and they may yeah.
2: I do it- I do recognize that, uh, you know, lawyer letters can have an impact on people. That's why we send them. I mean, actually, in some circumstances, we're required to send them. There are certain letters that have to be sent under the Strata Property Act, which is why. Lawyers are often involved in in strata disputes. What surprised me about your um, call was the impact that the letter (laughs) was having Uh on these people's personal lives because uh, I don't think I've sort of thought about that too much when I write one of these fear-inducing letters.
0: Right. Well, it it worked. I mean, (laughs) one had not told anybody she was ashamed, she was embarrassed, Mm. she couldn't stop thinking about it, she was stressed, she immediately wrote a check, and I said, Hold, Give me the pen. Hold the pen. This lawyer letter means nothing, sorry, with all due respect. I said, I used to get a lawyer letter over a construction issue, and I just didn't even open up the letter. I just put it straight into the recycling because I thought it might make my heart beat an extra beat, and right. I don't need that. In the trash. Yeah.
2: Um, Well, I have to admit, when I first started out as a lawyer and I used to get lawyer letters from other lawyers, I used to also become quite afraid. Right, exactly. Until you get used to receiving that kind of correspondence as time goes on.
0: That's right. Uh, Because
2: they usually end, I mean, a a lawyer letter, it's like, you know, opening a letter from the government. I mean, it's not usually a a letter saying, I hope you enjoy being a Canadian citizen. (laughs) Right. It's usually demanding something from you. And that's typically what a lawyer letter is going to be. It's either it's going to be uh, uh, demand at the end that you do something or, or face the consequences and for many people I can appreciate that'll be extremely stressful.
0: Absolutely. Now you were saying that uh, there have been issues in Stratas around noisy sex. Mm-hmm. There have been. Yeah. <laughs> I say fabulous. And, and That's fact... probably the best thing about Stratas. <laughs> no, <laughs> living in a condo. Yeah. No, I'm joking.
2: Yeah, there can be. I mean, certainly with newer buildings, the soundproofing is actually quite good. But when you're living as most people do in a building that's not brand new, uh, especially if you're living in wood frame construction and older wood frame construction, soundproofing can be an issue. And when you think about the way they design buildings, the units are almost identical uh, from floor to floor. So your bedroom is going to be below your neighbor upstairs bedroom or above the neighbor below you in their bedroom. In some cases, it's changed up. but Like, uh, for example, penthouses might be arranged differently. But typically, uh, if something's going on up there or maybe your bedroom is next door uh, and there's a headboard uh, banging on the wall, I have had that. I'm uh, sure as you a, have. As a complaint. Um, and so it can be quite difficult. Uh, Uh, difficult I mean anything noise typically affects sleep so anything that disturbs sleep patterns has profound effects on people they you know I can imagine it seeps into all areas of their life. So
0: Absolutely. And if they're not sleeping, they're not going to want to have sex either. They're going to experience low sexual yes. desire because it's the number one reason for low sexual desire <laughs> is fatigue. Yeah. And, then, and then they go a bit, they lose their minds a little bit. But, yeah. um, you know, this is a case for people stepping outside of their bedrooms and perhaps having... Their sex on the living room floor or the kitchen sure. island balconies
2: patios
0: exactly yes you're getting cars this. in the parkade <laughs> yes exactly you
2: Things like that, yeah.
0: And and does the strata get involved
2: there as well? Can, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, if you're doing it uh, on common property, uh, oh, yes. that would be probably bad form. I that think. would be problematic. Yeah. And would
0: they fine you for that? Oh,
2: absolutely. Oh, they yeah, would? Absolutely. So in- A maximum of $200. So oh, okay. Hopefully and it was worth would it. Would
0: that fall under the public <laughs> nuisance? <laughs> hopefully you didn't have to pay for it in the first place and yeah. then pay a fine yeah, on yes. top of it. Uh, would that be under the... The public nuisance law is it
2: so no the uh, strata will actually have a bylaw that says a person cannot use a strata lot or the common property which would include balconies patios decks the parkade laundry room laundry rooms mm-hmm. uh, the common rooms that'll often have couches and big TV screens right can't use those in a way that unreasonably interferes with anyone else's right to use and enjoy their strata lot or oh well
0: property. what if nobody is on the deck
2: uh, if, if no, well, if it's not, if no one hears you, then I uh, guess it. Doesn't, you're all good. <laughs> you're, you're, you're good to go.
0: <laughs> we are rocket science scientists here. Yeah. Um, okay, but they can really impact every aspect of your life. And you were saying uh, you find that people, when they lose their sleep, then they start to have behavior that mm-hmm. is perhaps a little unappealing or Yeah,
2: I mean, I I see it uh, it, when I deal with long-term complaints. Uh, It might be noise, where someone is dealing with noise over a period of weeks and months, Uh, could be smoking. Whatever it is that is impacting their ability to live in their home, which is typically what we're talking about when we talk about condos, Uh, I can see it, uh, the progression of how it impacts them.
0: And how uh, their behavior becomes yes. like we're they're getting were you,
2: angrier and angrier and
0: and they're they might be on the roof in their robe in the middle of the night with a broomstick banging, banging on the yes. next-door neighbor's condo yeah it's, writing
2: anonymous notes uh, I've heard of people keying each other's cars slashing all kinds of tires. Things. Okay, slashing well, tires okay well
0: Paul Mendes thanks for staying I'm going to ask you to just continue here with me and talk a little further if you dare about power in relationships but uh, Paul Mendes of Lesperance Mendes Law Firm I'm Maureen McGrath you listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. That is so true. I cannot get enough of your love. So give me a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Come on, call me. Tell me about your practices or how you treat a person that you're in a relationship with. I am Maureen McGrath. Just as a reminder, if you're just joining me now, I'm a registered nurse in the field of sexual health. I uh, no, no subject is out of bounds. I do hope you have... Uh, put the children to bed because we are talking with a lawyer right now. So you don't want to uh, get the those bad ideas in your head. You know, um, you know, do have your children grow up to be a lawyer. You can charge seven, nine hundred an hour. Just to, you know, say hi, how you doing? No. <laughs> For the whole hour. I'm kidding, of course. They do great work, and I have a fabulous lawyer in the studio with me tonight, Paul Mendes. He is the top strata lawyer in the province. I found him on Twitter. He has millions of followers, and uh, we're talking about power in relationships. Paul, thanks for staying in the studio with me.
2: You're welcome. At least one of those things you said about me was true.
0: Was it the Twitter?
2: (laughs) That I'm a lawyer.
0: You're not charging seven to $900? What are you not doing tonight. wrong? <laughs> no charge again? I can't believe this. This is criminal. I mean, really. I'm going to pay you. Uh, but we are talking about how we treat each other in relationships, and we're talking about power in relationships. And sometimes you don't even realize that you have power over somebody in a relationship, and that power shifts, and you can also have unhealthy power. For example, have you ever been at a party or at a dinner and there's a bunch of couples there and all of a sudden there is a couple there and one of them is looking like a, or taking harassment and abuse like a whipped dog. And somebody, the other person is just raising their voice and being vicious and exuding this triumph and even worse contempt and so contempt over somebody is a very dangerous sign in a relationship. And it's actually one of the number one reasons for marital breakup. When it gets to that point where you have contempt for somebody, it is a very bad sign, let me tell you. But the power can shift. And, you know, if you fuel that fire, the it will continue to burn. But if you do not fuel that fire, if you don't pay as much attention ask the person to talk to the hand, stand up, walk away, remain calm. It's very difficult to do any of those things that I just recommended. But you, you have to actually diffuse this malignant energy. And so power is having control over the things that other people need and want money, for example, or uh, somebody uh, may also have they may also have fear. Fear belies a lot of this. And so sometimes if you know you have something somebody else needs and wants, you may have this perceived power over somebody else. I have an email that I'm going to read to you a little bit later from somebody about uh, her loss of her job and how now she her husband is not treating her very well because she now has to ask for money and they've only been married for a couple of months. So I've asked Paul Paul Mendes top Twitter lawyer. I mean, top Strata lawyer <laughs> in the province. <laughs> you have a great sense of humor. I really appreciate it. Very few people put up with me. Um, but, um, uh, so, this is something that, as a lawyer, you deal with, it's all about power, right? It's uh,
2: Pretty much. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, how do, and you deal a lot with Stratas, and mm-hmm. uh, so what is this, What do you see this harassment and these complaints about bullying and harassment and uh, when people are trying to get along or resolve something? Mm-hmm.
2: In fact, I will say that one of the big legislative changes that was made this Year is this Civil Resolutions Tribunal? Yes, which I saw has that come in, and I think one of the reasons that that has come in is because many of the problems that we have in stratas are not actually legal problems; they're often personality <laughs> problems with a small legal component. Interesting. And it was very difficult for people to say, you know, I just got a letter about something, or there's somebody in the strata that's making my life a living hell. Like they go and see a lawyer, and a lawyer tells them. Well, yeah, no problem. All we got to do is go to the Supreme Court and get you an injunction, and it's $30,000, and you'll be extremely happy. Most people could not afford that, and the vast, vast majority of condo owners could never afford that. So what would end up happening is they'd find other ways to deal with that harassing behavior, which was... In many cases, uh, to either just lump it or respond in kind until they exhausted Har- harass, themselves. Harass
0: back. You know, harass back, harass back
2: or, uh, you know, fight with the person. Uh, many people give up uh, and simply just become uninvolved. Where I see it a lot is on uh, strata councils and elections for strata councils. There's a lot of stratas that have a person who is a bully. And they're on the council. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes the bully is not on council and actually bullies the council, Um, you know, writing just horrible, horrible things to them on a daily basis. And that's really unhealthy power over somebody. And it's terrible, terrible to live in that. I mean, you think you've saved up your life savings to buy this place. You're paying a massive mortgage. And then you have someone who literally makes your life a living hell from the moment you get home till the moment you leave for, for work, work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. leaving and earlier no, and earlier. and you're not married to them <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that now that is quite the sentence yeah. okay that's bad <laughs> i mean at least if you marry them that's one thing
2: yeah you have you have yourself to blame then
0: <laughs> absolutely and there's no checking out these other people that are living in these strata that's
2: right i mean if you're familiar like you, exactly you hear Like if you watch uh, American television, they'll have someone is applying to get into a building and they have to meet with the board. Uh, You know, you don't have to do that here. All you have to do is afford the outrageous price that we charge for condos. And once you're in, many people have the view that they can do whatever they want. And unfortunately, you can't do that. And many people, for them, it is a power play. If you don't have a lot of power, say, in your work life, One place you might be able to express that power to some satisfaction is to abuse neighbors or to abuse fellow members of council or staff. Staff are often subjected to horrible abuse by condo owners who have a sense of entitlement and um, are, you know, perhaps not used to getting their way at work, but find that they can get their way at, at the, home at the strata yeah um, so
0: what about Im- imposing these fines on this was the mm-hmm. problem that my both of my clients had that were not having sex by the way because mm-hmm. of the strata yeah <laughs> I now mean, I've
2: never thought that a letter yeah. that I write would affect someone's sex life but it, now that you're telling me that I'll make sure to emphasize whatever it is that might do that
0: that's exactly <laughs> right yes absolutely really suggesting that. well you know it could be just another excuse for those <laughs> women as well <laughs> right right <laughs> but um, uh, so they are, they were imposing fines, and mm-hmm. it was two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and every time they didn't pay, it was two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, interest, and and so it got up to five and ten thousand dollars. Wow. That and was a lot of money. Yeah, uh, so that so that's fear. These people are afraid that the, the, somehow they're they're acting against the law. You know mm-hmm. that they are because the lawyer has sent this letter, mm-hmm. and they're they're just seeing the
2: the money add up. That's right. And many times they they are acting against the law. I mean, the thing when you move into a condo is the bylaws can change. Right. There are some jurisdictions where uh, the strata or condo board has a lot less power in terms of the types of bylaws they can implement. We have some of that here, but, you know, the rental restrictions can come in 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 certain buildings. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, The big phenomenon right now is the Airbnb, the short-term vacation rentals. Everyone is... uh, wants to be in the hotel business now. Right. Well, some people have to be in it because they can't afford to pay their That's right. mortgage without it.
0: My, my patient will never forgive me if I don't ask you this, but mm-hmm. she had rented her place out uh, in 2015, mm-hmm. and there was no rental restrictions when mm-hmm. she bought this place five years ago. And then July 2016, the strata imposed a no-renting, no Airbnb, but they saw that she had... They saw her profile on mm-hmm. Airbnb or something. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that's the thing. Big it's brother's easy to watching. watching. <laughs> very easy to find
2: out who's doing Airbnbs in your building if you have the app.
0: Uh, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they found that out. And so what they did, is they, they charged her retroactively, which I am mm. no lawyer. I am yeah. a sex expert. I didn't think that was fair.
2: Yeah, I think you might be able to go retroactive maybe 30 days, but I don't know that you could go retroactive a year. Like to last summer? I mean, come on. And you know, the courts, generally speaking, they're pretty rigid on the amount of fines that you can impose. I mean, I see a lot of cases where large amounts of fines like that are imposed and then a court will write them down, sometimes significantly. Right. I think with someone like that that's faced with a huge amount of fines, The simple thing for them to do would be to make a complaint to the Civil Resolutions Tribunal because eventually there will be some pronouncement on that for them.
0: Did you hear that, miss? You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You free legal advice. For That's right, evening, free yeah. legal advice. And yeah. you haven't charged me a cent yet. <laughs> not this yet. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, but, you know, in relationships, too, and I'm mm-hmm. sure you see that uh, with people who come in and they are involved in this kind of thing, and, and you you must see the impact of on the relationship because one person may lose a lot of sleep over this mm-hmm. strata issue or construction mm-hmm. issue or something, and the other person may not. And the other partner's response to something can drive another person crazy like i'm a pretty easygoing person and so i don't get too stressed about too much and that i know that drives people crazy that they wish that i would get really stressed and really (laughs) upset i mean to me like why Mm -hmm. i I just think you know i I put it in perspective and i just think well you know this could be this and it's this and Mm -hmm. and i need my sleep in order to deal with that problem the next day so that's Mm -hmm. why i don't and won't lose sleep over anything. I Mm -hmm. refuse to, but, but I know that upsets people that I, why aren't you getting stressed about this? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you getting upset? Like I am, you know, everybody wants, everyone loves misery or whatever, (laughs) but I'm sure you see that with these
2: issues. I do. I see, uh, you know, I often have couples come and meet me and, uh, usually one person is much more bothered by the Right. Whatever it is, noise or smoke, smell or yeah. whatever it is that their their issue is. Uh, and sometimes I've seen what I would consider actually very um, concerning behavior where one person is not allowed to get a word in edgewise and there's, a, you know, I, they're having an argument in front of me. Oh, hello. Uh, I found that a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, You think? Uh, sometimes where yes. I can tell that this, this problem has obviously d- driven them to a point where uh, you can tell it; they're not happy people when they. Yeah, there are may be some home. other
0: things going on in their relationship. It's got to permeate to every Absolutely. level. Absolutely, I I actually had to say to a couple recently, "Stop, just stop it." They were like the Bickersons right mm-hmm. in front of me, and it, making no progress and. It's, they were paying me, so it was a complete waste of money. <laughs> I said, just stop. This is what you're going to do. That's it. Done. See you later. Mm. And they were both stunned. But, you know, people get into this. They dig their heels in. And anyway, and unfortunately, we have to stop now because we have to go to break. But it's been an absolute pleasure having you here, Paul. Thanks for all. Thanks for wheel, taking all of my jokes and uh, very welcome. And uh, and, my, and my harassing you. I, uh, <laughs> I hope you don't sue me. I'll
2: unblock you anyway <laughs> on Twitter. Thank you.
0: I would appreciate that. It's not good for my reputation. Anyway. Paul Mendes of L'Esperance Mendes Law Firm. And how would people get in touch with you? you have-
2: yeah, they can. Uh, uh, we have a website, lmlaw.ca, okay. and uh, you can learn about our firm there. And you can, of course, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Stratalawyer.
0: And I am at back, the number two, the bedroom. And I am no porn site. I am Maureen <laughs> McGrath, and you're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Maureen McGrath, registered nurse, expert, author, blogger, researcher, lover of all things life-related. Uh, I recently did a TEDx talk, and I want to tell you I had the most brilliant response from somebody about that and about sex and relationships and about the sexless marriage. Uh, just carrying on the theme, though, about power in relationships, I got an email from... A newlywed, uh, and she says, Dear Maureen, I just saw your TEDx talk on YouTube and enjoyed it very much. I got married this past June, and things were fine until my company went bankrupt early August. Thus, I lost my job. It was a big animation company in toronto i've been trying to get a job since then but it is taking some time i did have a job offer in calgary but had to pass at the moment as i would have had to start immediately which didn't give me much time to plan on moving there i used to be the breadwinner between the two of us but now that my husband is the breadwinner i feel like our relationship shifted somewhat I feel when I ask him for extra money to help pay for things like rent. He makes a face or acts sarcastic, and I hate it. I've always been very independent, and I don't like having to depend on somebody financially. I just feel extremely frustrated at the moment. Also, when it comes to sex, I feel it only happens when he wants it, which is about twice a week. I usually want it every night, I guess because that's the only time I really feel close to him. Before we got married, we would see each other only on the weekends as our work schedules would conflict during the week, so I felt we had a better relationship and sex life before. Now that we live and see each other every day, it's like the passion is slowly winding down, and it's only been two months. I have trouble telling him my feelings or confronting him about what I don't like, but he does keep telling me to talk to him if something is bothering me. I want us to have a stronger relationship, but I don't know how to go about getting there. We don't plan to have children anytime soon, and I want us to enjoy our marriage. Any advice? Well, this has automatically put Maria, who has sent this letter to me, in uh, an imbalanced power situation, and her husband has the power over her at the moment. And it sounds like he's wielding that power over her because she has no money. And it's difficult for her, and he probably recognizes that on some level, that it is difficult for her to ask for money. So on some level, and I'm not saying he's doing this intentionally, but he's building his self-esteem. He's actually, he's the better one now. He's the one that has the job. He's the one that can provide the money. He's also decided perhaps to, Bring this to the bedroom, and so perhaps after a very short time of marriage, uh, the desire, the sex, has waned already, which is a red flag for sure, and and also bringing this uh, power situation in to the or an imbalance of power, unhealthy power for sure, bringing that into the situation or into the bedroom uh, is. Uh, that is definitely a challenge. So they're getting off on the wrong foot. And they're, this could be more like an ego battleship. And, and this is something that needs to end uh, very soon, or it's actually going to have a lot of uh, uh, problems. They're going to have a lot of problems in the relationship if this is how they start out. Because in an effort to protect ourselves, our ego resorts to resistance or arguing, fighting, sarcasm. And so the we could actually have a bigger ego here. Uh, and somebody may become, uh, you know, not, not as confident. They might be feeling badly. They may be feeling like they're never going to get a job again. So they might be feeling hopeless. And somebody else can take advantage of that. And so that is one of the power struggles that we have. But I would definitely suggest, Maria, that you sit down and speak to him. And, you know, curious is always a great word. I am curious, my dearly beloved husband, uh, why you roll your eyes when I ask you for money. I've noticed that you do this. You know, you want to make it. You want to have this conversation outside of the bedroom, perhaps when you're having a nice dinner, um, and just calmly and ask him and, and maybe be a bit vulnerable and tell him how you're feeling. Anyway, we're going to go to break. and We're going to continue this a little bit because I want to tell you the impact of working, uh, being the breadwinner, the impact of being the breadwinner on men versus the impact of being the breadwinner on women. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKW. I am Maureen McGrath. We are wrapping up that first hour and we are heading into the second hour with hyperandrogenism and what is the impact of testosterone on competition and muscle strength. The power of fantasy in a relationship. Who is it that you should be fantasizing about? Not who I've told you in the past. Also bladder and bowel health. And We're going to be talking about fissures and tweaks to your morning routine that will make you more productive and want to have sex later that day. How about erectile dysfunction. What is the rocket science that I prescribe so that men can get it up? And are you a guy who's lost your job? Has that got you down? Well, the new research study that talks about who the primary breadwinner is bad for. And uh, continuing to talk about power in relationships, I'm going to read you some emails and also talk to you about some of the brilliant writings from my TEDx Talk on YouTube. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show. Please stay with me for the second hour. It would be my pleasure to have you.